Okay. Hey, everyone. It's episode... I can't even... Wow, I already can't talk. Hey, everyone. Welcome to It's Not Me, It's COVID with Courtney Allen. I'm your host, Courtney. This podcast series is going to be all about dating during COVID. Yes, we are in a pandemic and don't know how long this is going to last, but people want that attention, affection, and connection. So why the fuck not make a podcast all about that? Zoom calls, FaceTime dates, texting, dating apps, ghosting, how hard it is to actually date, especially during this time in our lives. And who knows, maybe some one-on-one socially distanced dates. We're going to talk all about that. So strap in and feel the feels. Hope you like it because here we go. Okay. Hey, everyone. Episode 10. What's up? What's up? I don't know why I'm so nervous and I feel like I'm just like <laughs> laughing and smiling, even though I'm, I don't know why. I'm the only one in the room. I'm only one in the house besides my dog because my parents are across the street just chilling. And I don't know why I'm so nervous for this episode. Well, I know why. I know why because it's talking about me. It's me. It's my episode. I thought it'd be super cool to, since it's the 10th episode, to tell everyone what what I've been going through and my dating experiences during this time and yeah, and just how my life has turned upside down, but in a good way. And yeah, it's, 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 I think, oh my God, I'm like so nervous. I don't know why I'm so nervous. Oh my God, stop. Probably because I think, well, if he listened to it, which he probably will, because I'm probably going to make him before I air this because I want him to make sure like he likes it. But like still, he's talking about like the person I've been seeing and <laughs> I also can't believe it's already the holidays. Like, fuck. It's wild. Thanksgiving is now and then Christmas and it's been crazy. Me and uh, my man, we were helping my mom out. Uh, putting all the, uh, oh God, that was such a burp. I'm so sorry. I ate so many cookies just now. Like the, oh man, I don't know. I forgot what they're called, but they're like the chocolate. It's like chocolate with marshmallow and like a thin like layer of cookie at the bottom. Yeah. I ate like four of those and that was really bad. But we, um, we went to the storage unit and we helped get all of our Christmas trees because yes, we have a bunch of Christmas trees and yes, I am 100% Jewish. I am Jew-ish as we like to say, quotations over the ish. We have have one big tree and then we have small trees and they're themed. We have a person shoe tree. We have a wine tree. We have a sweets tree, which is my personal favorite. We have a music tree. And then back at our old house, I had a white tree with purple ornaments, which was super cute. And we did, I think, have a Hanukkah bush at a time, but I don't remember where that is. So, um... I don't know, but holidays are happening. It's festive, festive as fuck, and we're ready for that. But okay, let's talk about me. Let's go. Let's do it. Let's do this. Let's do this. So my dating experiences, God, I wish I had somebody interviewing me because I feel like I'll be able to make this a longer episode. I don't really know if it's going to be that long because I feel weird talking about myself, but um, let's just, yeah, let's just get into it. So my life dating before COVID was fucking awful. (laughs) Ah, 
you know, I wasn't a huge, I mean, I didn't date in high school at all. Didn't date in college. I just was very uncomfortable with myself. I think because I just didn't know who I was yet. And I also gained or I was like 20, 25 pounds heavier, like how many years ago versus now. And I don't, it was a weird time. College is a weird time. You're trying to find yourself all that good shit. And I would be talking to people like I, I was on okay Cupid. I was on an okay Cupid. I was one of the first probably people, maybe not, but like that was okay. Cupid was the thing and Tinder before Tinder became what people think Tinder is now. It's just for like, you know, hooking up. But I would be talking to these people, these dudes, and I would be interested. And then I would just stop because I, I would ghost these guys and I would feel so bad, but I just was not comfortable in my own skin and that I couldn't, get together with anybody. And I felt so shitty about it. And then I did have my first real, I don't know, you could say relationship at the end of college. It wasn't a relationship, but it was, it was something to me. It was my first real like thing. And then he fucking broke my heart. Cool. And then moved to New York. I was trying to find myself there because 22 years old, moving to New York, doing a conservatory year, trying to figure shit out. You're trying to um, just live your life, live in New York and see what you like and what you don't like and just explore, fucking explore. Like I always wanted to live in New York for my whole life and here I am. And yeah, I started losing weight. I started feeling more confident. So I had some fun, still all assholes regardless. And then... I had one real thing. It's like so ridiculous that I can't even call any of these relationships because they weren't. They weren't. I've never been in a real relationship until now. (laughs) And um, yeah, that went for like a couple months and I thought this dude was perfect. And we clicked and it was amazing. And then he, he really fucked me up really, really, really bad. Cheated, lied. Um, didn't realize he was a cocaine addict. He's never going to listen to this. And if he does, sorry, not sorry, because he's a fucking asshole. And also he gave me chlamydia and I didn't know until months later and we were stopped. We stopped talking for months. And then I had to text him and be like, Hey, just letting you know, like I just went to the doctor and I have chlamydia. Like you should probably go get tested. Thank God chlamydia. Like you just take medication and it's fine. And like, we were very safe, but also, I didn't know at the time that chlamydia, you can get it through oral, whatever. Oh, God, my 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 dad listens to this. I'm sorry, dad. Sorry, sorry. I'm so sorry. And I remember his text back was like, are you sure that we didn't, are you sure that we, um, we, we, we always uh, used to condom, like blah, blah, blah. Like I didn't give it to you. I'm like, yeah, you did because you, you did because I get tested every year and you're the only guy that I was with that, that year. So yeah, you did. You did. Regardless. After that, I didn't talk to a single guy for a whole year because I just could not. That really just got me just in a really bad place. And I hate that I I realize like a lot of this podcast, I say that men are shit and not all men are shit. So I, I, it's sad that a lot of the people on my podcast have had really bad experiences with men. 
But that doesn't mean all men are bad, obviously. It's just the ones that we picked, they're not the best. And that's okay because then we find better ones, just like women. Like, not all women are the best, but then I'm going on a tangent. So after that, then I worked on myself really fucking hard um, mentally, emotionally, physically. Like, I completely changed my life around. And because I was just in a dark, dark place. Therapy helped. I had a nutritionist. I was I was working out. I was just I was feeling myself and I finally was like, I'm going to go back on the apps. I'm going to go on Hinge because Hinge was the one to apparently date. And it was. I started going on this uh, um a couple dates with this guy. Super cool. I can't stop burping. Oh my god, I'm so sorry. Oh my goodness. And our first date was like one of the best dates I've ever been on. It was so, so cool. And after a couple dates, um, he ghosted me because he got very um, insecure and couldn't keep it up one night. So he didn't talk to me ever again, which guys, give me, give me some answers. Whoever is listening to this, why do you guys get so insecure about that? I get it. Maybe it's a masculinity thing. I understand. But like, come on. If you're you're stressed or you're drunk or whatever, like we don't care. You tell us, just give us the truth. Like we so don't care. And that's totally, it's fine. Like it's not a big deal. It's not a big deal to us. So after that, I was like, okay, well maybe dating like isn't thing. Fuck it. Like I'm going to go, um, have some fun. And I did. And I, uh, this guy was really, really fucking hot, but he was also a huge asshole because comedians are very dark people. And I know that for a fact, because one of my really good friends is a comedian. He says that all the time. He says that it's not me. They're very dark human beings. And this guy was such a dick. After a couple times of us having fun, he started using me. He put me in one of his jokes, which was so great. And I remember I, I saw it on uh, Instagram and I texted him. I was like, yo, that's a good joke. I wonder where you got that from. Huh, you're welcome. And then he started using me to help him make videos for his uh, social media content. Like, just stop. We just stopped doing what we were doing. And I was like, dude, what the fuck? Like, it was very, it was weird. But maybe it's because I was the first time I tried to be a, a dude. I tried to not give a fuck about feelings, give a fuck about anything. And maybe that was my fault. Like, maybe he was actually looking for something more deep. But the way that I came off, maybe, I don't know. I don't know. But regardless, that taught me something. And now I'm not doing that. I really like I am not the hookup person. That's not my thing. That's not my culture. Then Corona happened. And I still remember, what was it, March 12th? March 12th. One of my good friends, Marley, she called me. She's like, hey, have you have you talked, like, have you heard about coronavirus? And I said, a little bit. Like, I'm just finding out about it. I don't know if it's going to be that big of a deal, blah, blah, blah. And she says, well, I'm going to go back home. Because she, she lives in the same hometown as, as me. And she's like, I'm going back home for two weeks. I think you should too. And I first was like, no. And I told my parents, no, like, it's no big deal. Like, nobody else is leaving, blah, blah, blah. Literally like two, three hours later, I'm with two of my guy friends and we're watching the news. And I was like, holy fuck, I think I need to go home. So I told my parents, I called them immediately. I was like, get me on a flight the next day. And I did. And I haven't been, well, that's not true. I have been back. I went back in June to pack all my stuff up because now I officially moved back here. 
And that's been really, really fucking hard. It's been really, it's sad. It's very sad that the musical theater industry is shut down until we don't know when. And yes, there are some companies that are doing the outdoor theaters, which is so dope. But like, it's not, Broadway is shut down until we don't know when. And the entertainment industry is hitting so hard. And I'm so happy that I am here and I have my family and all of my really good friends move back here which I'm very thankful for and it's it was just it's been a really hard time it's been very very interesting I also haven't lived with my parents this long since high school and I'm 26 years old so that's a turn also I I don't come back here that often anymore well I didn't and now here I am currently in my parents' office upstairs by myself. So it's 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 been interesting. And as soon as I came home, I was like, fuck it. I'm gonna go on the apps because why not? What else do we got what else do we got going on? There's nothing to do. So started talking to some people. I tried hinge. I did talk to some people. Um, still assholes, ghosted me. We're just not not cool. And then I deleted I deleted hinge. I can't stop burping. Oh my God. It's the fucking cookies. Never again. I'm probably going to get a really bad stomach ache, but whatever. Um, yeah, I went back to New York. I got all, me and my mom were there. We packed everything up. This was sometime in end of June. And I was like, you know what? Fuck it. Why don't I just try Tinder? Tinder was the first app that I ever tried. And I don't like Bumble. Not my thing. I realized that when I was on Bumble, when I would message, the guys wouldn't answer back. And I'm like, uh, no, we're not. That's not, no. Like, I don't understand that. Why are you on here if you're not going to message back? Because that's what Bumble's about. The girls are supposed to message back and you're not. Stupid. So I downloaded Tinder. I <laughs> I actually matched with the first guy that I ever hooked up with, which was fucking hilarious. And I don't know if he remembered me or not. But after we talked for like a couple of days, I was like, hey, do you know? That? Do you remember that we met like eight years ago. He's like, oh yeah, we're, we're Facebook friends. Hi, like good to, to get to talk to you again. That didn't last long, obviously. And then I matched with a certain someone that I'm still with and it's almost been five months. And this is the longest that I've ever um, been with somebody. And he's very, very cute. He's from my hometown. Well, not my hometown, but the hometown that's basically, basically. And he's my age, and he has the sweetest pit bull in the whole entire world. He is, I hate that pit bulls get such a bad rep because they're not, they are just such fucking love bugs and just so much love and big, mushy face and belly and just, oh, I love it. I love it. I love that dog so much. And yeah, we started talking, and I kind of initiated, actually, I did. I initiated getting together, and I asked him, hey, how cautious are you being right now? Like, I think you know why I'm asking, but I just want to, I want to ask. I want to, I want to know like what you've been doing, being completely honest and upfront. And he's like, I haven't seen anybody besides his parents, like one friend. And he, yeah, he, he hasn't seen anybody, especially because his work was down. He's also in the entertainment industry and in the movies and film, like behind the scenes. And I was like, okay, I trust seeing you. I, I totally, totally do. And I mean, and look where we are now. We had an amazing first date. It was so 
beautiful and like, wow. And then we saw each other more. And I, oh, wow. It's so weird to talk about this. Like this is, I made a podcast about dating during COVID and I can't even talk about my dating experience during COVID. And um, yeah, it's, it's been, it's been really fucking cool to experience being with someone during a time like this, especially when emotions are so high and anything can possibly change during the movements and the election and just it's been a fucking roller coaster. And I feel like I've learned so much about myself being with somebody during this time and learning about him and oh my God. I'm so sorry that I keep burping. This is really bad. And um, yeah, just being open. This is the first guy that's actually ever been open and honest with me. And then I can actually trust him. I've never trusted any guys that I've ever been with. Ever, ever, ever. And him, I I, I fully trust. And that's just so cool. And I remember we had our first like real talk a month in. And he brought up like, look. I really, really like where this is going and I like spending time with you, but I don't, I don't know how you're going to take when I go back to work and my hours are 12 hours long and you're only going to be able to see me on weekends or maybe one time out of the week, or you want to move back to New York. And that's, I, I can't do that. And I, I, I totally understood where he was coming from. And I was like, I, I remember this. I remember saying this. I was like, you will never meet somebody like me. I am not somebody that you've probably ever dated before. And that's not trying to be cocky or like give myself credit, but it's true. I feel like I'm a very understanding person and I respect the fucking grind that he ha- like that he does for his work. And I said, I don't care. I understand. I'm in the entertainment industry. And like, if you got to do what you got to do, I will see you when I can see you. Don't worry about that. And New York is not an option right now. It's not. I'm not thinking about New York at all. California is my home and it's going to be my home. And I'm not thinking about, I'm thinking about the now. And it was so cool opening up because opening up to somebody when you haven't before or you have and then you get shit on, like, that's really scary. And the fact that we were so open and honest, which I have been saying this all throughout this podcast, honesty and communication is the key. You can work with any relationship. You can. And ever since then, like, we've been even more honest and God, I I thank him so much for letting me be the fucking basket case that I have been because my emotions have been all over the place. I'm crying almost every single day for many reasons. And he he's okay with it. He he supports me and he gets where I'm coming from and what my life has turned into. And like that's just so fucking rad. It's so, so cool. And we're doing our thing. Like we're 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 taking our time. I have learned and seen so many relationships go really bad or really good for all my friends and family and everything. And like, and I've learned. So this is how I want to take it. Or, and I, I'm very happy with where it is right now. I think it's going really, really well. And people, 
there are good men out there. There are good women out there. And it, it, it's, yeah, it's just been really an amazing journey going through this with him. If I didn't have him right now, like, I don't know what I'd be doing. I, I would probably be really sad and lonely. And he's, he's really helped. And so is the dog, obviously. Like, come on. Um, but yeah, it's, 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 it's been really, really cool. And, um, <laughs> yeah, I wish I had more things to say, but I, I'm happy with where this is and I'm happy with what we are. And, um, I hope he's happy too. I think he is. I think I'm, I, I sure know that the dog's happy. That's for sure. And, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's been really, really cool. So my moral of the story is that, yes, we're going through a crazy and scary time right now, but if you want to keep going and, and want to put yourself out there and date, you can, you absolutely can. You just have to be honest with the person. And if that means like, if you don't feel super comfortable, comfortable the first day and you want to wear your mask and be six feet apart and be outside area at a park, fucking do it. It's okay. Nobody's going to judge you, obviously. Like, look at what we're going through. The cases are rising. When I met him, the cases were not that they weren't rising, but it was like, eh, it was fine. It was okay. It was during the summer. And now it's, it's getting worse. So if you want to do a FaceTime date or a Zoom date, Fucking do it. I think that's so cute. Oh my God. I still can't stop burping. <laughs> but yeah, just go for it. Go for it. Just fucking go for it. You never know what can happen. You never, never know what can happen. So yeah. Yeah. And that is episode episode 10. I hope that you enjoyed me uh, babbling about my life and uh, who I'm dating and all of that good stuff. And if you like this one, like this episode and subscribe and share We're on uh, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and like the Instagram and the Facebook page and all of that good shit. And until next time on It's Not Me, It's COVID. I'll see you later.